Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <laughs> Final hour of power here on this Tuesday night edition of Overtime. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. I'll take you up to 10 o'clock before we hand things over to the JR Sport Brief. He will take you into the wee hours of Wednesday morning. Before we do that, though, plenty of show to get to here in the final hour. Uh, coming up in about 15 minutes or so, our pal Trevor Sikama, uh, the lead draft analyst for Pro Football Focus. He is also the host of the Pro Football Focus Stock Exchange podcast on YouTube. He is set to join us coming up at about 9.15, 9.20 or so. Uh, we'll take a big-picture look at the National Football League with our guy Tampa Bay Trey. We touched on a bunch of, we'll touch on a bunch of different items, including what he thinks about Sam Howell and this Washington Commanders football team after the first five weeks of the season. Right now, though, you know I love doing it, especially after a super crazy week five in the National Football League. Right now, it is time for the most highly anticipated power ranking segment in all of sports talk radio. It's Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams in the National Football League. Now, Super Six Pack. Three, three, two, two, y'all. One. And, ooh, I could not wait to get in studio this week to give you all my Super Six. I'll be honest with you, there are some major shakeups at the top and at the bottom of Nell's Super Six Pack, but without further ado, let's get right into it. Coming in at number six. NL Super Six Pack, my top six teams in the National Football League, the Miami Dolphins. Look, their only loss this year was to the Buffalo Bills, and they beat them in pretty dominating fashion. But outside of that, the Miami Dolphins are off to a historic pace offensively. They have more yards in the first five games than any team in NFL history. I do have some concern, though, about the injury that they suffered at the running back position on Sunday. Devin Achain, their rookie, who was off to an electric start. He's averaging 11 yards a damn carry. It's crazy. He's fourth in the National Football League in rushing. He suffered a knee injury. Mike McDaniel, yesterday when he took the podium, playing it close to the vest as to what his status is going to be moving forward. Sources out of the Miami area. What's the word I'll use? optimistic about what his status could be moving forward. I've read a couple of different reports. Some folks expect him to miss a week or two. Others don't know how long he's going to end up being out. If Devin A-Chain is not a part of this Dolphins offense, they may or may not move up or down these rankings 
uh, as the season progresses. Number five, an L Super Six Pack, my top six teams in the National Football League, the Buffalo Bills, the team who is responsible for the one loss that the Miami Dolphins have, saw, uh, have suffered this season. Bills coming off a loss this past weekend. They take a trip down to London to take on the London Jaguars, as I like to call them, because it feels like they play there at least three times a damn year. So they've got the entire competitive advantage uh, when teams come to play them there. Look, wasn't perfect at all for Josh Allen and company, but I liked what I saw from them, right? They're three and two. Von Miller came back this weekend. So I feel like they're going to start playing their best football at the right time. Josh Allen turned the football over, though, on Sunday against Jacksonville, and that is something that is something that's going to make this group go in the wrong direction, so to speak. Defensively, I, I love what they're doing. A top-five defensive football right now in every statistical category, it feels like. They suffered a big injury in the secondary, though. They lost Tredavious White for the season. They signed Josh Norman, though, <laughs> to fill his shoes. So we'll see how that ends up playing out. Uh, for the Buffalo Bills. And just look at it. They're 3-2 and two right now. But realistically speaking, they should be favored in each of their next six games. Home for the Giants. At the Patriots. Home for the Bucks, At Cincinnati. Home for Denver. And then home for the Jets as well. I know they, the Jets gave them fits in week one. But I think they'll bounce back this time around playing at the crib. Give me the Buffalo Bills coming in at number five, man. I think the Stephon Diggs to Josh Allen connection is in full force right now. Number four, and Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams in the National Football League, the Fighting Dan Campbells. I love everything about what we've seen from Detroit here in the first month plus of the season. Let's just call it what it is, right? Anytime you suffer the injuries that Detroit has suffered here in the first month plus, and you continue to win football games, I got to respect you. On Sunday, they play without Amon Ross St. Brown. They were battered in the secondary. And then to add insult to injury, they lose their starting cornerback, C.J. Mosley, or Emmanuel Mosley, excuse me, to a torn ACL. He's now going to be on the shelf. But guess what? It gives me no qualms. How many times do the Detroit Lions have to show you they have depth on both sides of the football, offensively and defensively? The reason I'm so high On the Detroit Lions, though, as you all know, I'm an old-school guy in a young body. In December and January, come playoff time, when it's time to turn your season around, so to speak, is when it's time to put up or shut up and show who you are. The Lions can run the football with David Montgomery, the newfound added toughness. I love that. And then on on the defensive side of the football, they're as good as anybody in the sport. Aiden Hutchinson has been defensive player of the year good to this point. He had an interception on Sunday against the Panthers. He's amongst the league leaders in pressures. This kid completely living up to the hype. Completely living up to the hype. He's the type of talent to me that transforms the side of the football. He's got that Garrett in him. He's got Bosa. He's got Parsons. It looks that good uh, for old Aiden Hutchinson. I talked about the fact that they can run the football. David Montgomery right now, top 10 in the National Football League in rushing, and he's missed a week. Ben Johnson showing his stuff, the offensive coordinator. I love what Dan Campbell's bunch is doing. They can be a really good team if they cannot lose everyone 
uh, to the old injury bug. Number three, no super six pack. My top six teams in the National Football League. Coming in at number three, Patty Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs. And I understand, look, the offense hasn't been electric as we've been accustomed to seeing them. But defensively, if I would have told you that the Chiefs were going to be ninth in yards allowed per game through the first month, fifth in points per game allowed, 13th against the pass, you would have told me the Chiefs were probably 5-0. and They're not, right? They're 4-1. and they, Their only loss comes to the, to the fighting Dan Campbells, and they suffered that in week one. It's the defense, though, that I'm impressed with. And it's not like they're going up against scrub offenses. They held the Jaguars to nine points. They held the Lions to just 21 points. They held the the greatest show on turf, the Chicago Bears. They held them to just 10 points. They held Minnesota to 20 points this past weekend. What they're doing on the defensive side of the football is good. They'll figure it out on offense, right? Patty Mahomes, for all intents and purposes, the greatest quarterback in the history of the sport. I have all the confidence in the world that at some point during the next 12 weeks of the regular season, they will be able to figure it out. Defensively, though, They've made a believer out of me. So shout out the Kansas City Chiefs. They come in at number three in Nell's Super Six Pack. Number two in Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams in the National Football League, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're 5-0. and They can beat you in a multitude of different ways. And remember about two weeks ago, everyone was talking about this pass offense and how concerned we were about Jalen Hurts and company. I always say it when I do this. I'm a man first. So when I'm wrong, I'm able to come out and admit that I was wrong. I have been calling Jalen Hurts the $200 million leader. Well, darn it, he's a $200 million winner. They're 5-0, back-to-back 300-yard passing performances for Jalen Hurts. So it kind of feels like they're figuring it out offensively. The one thing that I will say about the Eagles, they can beat you in so many different ways. They can beat you on the ground with the running game. They got a multitude of different weapons offensively at the receiver spot with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. They got weapon weapons on that side of the football in Philadelphia. This pass rush, menacing. Jalen Carter right now leads all interior defensive linemen uh, in pressure rate. So quite literally, he's playing like the best defensive player in the sport right now. Love what I've seen from Philadelphia. You know I always come with some numbers for you all. Jalen Hurts is on this list of quarterbacks. Here is the list of quarterbacks to go 22-1 and one or better in a 23-game span since 1950. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady twice, Joe Montana, and Jim McMahon. So say what you want about Jalen Hurts in, in the explosiveness of Philadelphia's passing game. He is a bona fide winner. And I don't think there is a dollar amount that can properly represent that. Just look at the company he's in. There's a reason they paid him the bag this summer. I apologize to Jalen Hurts, which you've done the past two weeks, has made a believer out of your boy. Number one, Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams in the NFL, coming in at number one. Pretty obvious, right? Finally, all my Niners fans out there who claim I've been hating on your squad the first month of the season, well, here you go. The 49ers coming at number one in Nell's Super Six Pack. The Niners have hit the 30-point mark in every game this season for five weeks. That's the first time in the history of their franchise 
that they've ever accomplished that. And think about the great offenses that we've seen come through Santa Clara here over the years. Montana, young. And they have never scored 30 points for five straight weeks to start the season. It just shows you how damn well the 49ers are playing. Christian McCaffrey, one of the early MVP frontrunners right now, 14 games straight with a touchdown. That ties Emmett Smith for the fourth longest streak in NFL history. The Niners undefeated since Christian McCaffrey was acquired at the trade deadline a season ago. That's going to do it for now. Super Six Pack. I'll run through it six through one for you. One more time here. Coming in at number six. And no super six pack, the Miami Dolphins. Number five, the Buffalo Bills. Number four, the Detroit Lions. Number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. And number one, the San Francisco 49ers. So now super six pack, ladies and gentlemen. Each and every week during the NFL season, we'll bring that to you. My top six teams in the National Football League. We'll keep things big picture here on the NFL when we get back. Trevor Sycamore from Pro Football Focus, the host of the NFL Stock Exchange podcast on YouTube. He is set to join us next. We'll ask him a bunch of different things, including his number one takeaway from a crazy week number five in the National Football League. That is next here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. It is overtime here on 1067 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement. Linnell Willingham will take you up to 10 o'clock tonight before we hand things over to the JR Sport Brief. Want to continue to take a big picture spin around the National Football League to do so. We will bring in our pal Trevor Sycamore for Pro Football Focus. Make sure you give him a follow on the old X app at Tampa Bay Trey. Trevor, how you doing, my man? I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate you having me on the show. Always appreciate you joining us. Crazy week five across the National Football League. A couple of different things I wanted to get to here. I want to start out in San Francisco, uh, what we saw on Sunday Night Football. The Niners dominant over Dallas. I had picked the Cowboys going in, Trevor. Uh, I felt like this defense was going to finally give Brock Purdy the problems that we've all been waiting for him to have, but that 49ers offense powering through it. 
Yeah, I mean, 49ers should be the Super Bowl favorites at this point. They really yeah. should, unless you're really believing that the Dolphins are going to continue <laughs> this offensive onslaught. Uh, I think that the 49ers should be the favorite to win the Super Bowl, and I think that they put that on display this past week. And, you know, a lot of people look at the Cowboys as potential Super Bowl favorites. I know yeah. some of my colleagues at PFF and plenty of people around the NFL were picking the Cowboys to at least make it to the Super Bowl. I was never that hot on the Cowboys, but i got to admit, you know, them showing up the way they did against the Niners, even though the Niners are a good team, I didn't expect that. And no. unfortunately, <laughs> the way that you look at the schedule now, you know, they've got major wins over the Giants, the Jets and the Patriots, and then you got a really puzzling loss against the Cardinals out in Arizona and a matchup where you were just outclassed basically in every way against the Niners. So those three extremely dominant wins that you had, those are against three teams that are currently picking in the top ten of the NFL draft and probably will when the season's over. So all of a sudden, those wins don't look as dominant. You know, when they did that to the Giants in week one, we thought, whoa, hold on, this right. is a playoff team last year. And they're doing this to the Giants? Well, over the last couple of weeks, we've realized that the Giants aren't exactly <laughs> what we thought that they would be going into the year. Right. So. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about Dallas overall. It's not that I don't think that the team doesn't have a high ceiling anymore. I do. I just wonder if they can have the consistency to get where they want to go because you know this. Mm-hmm. I think your listeners do as well. You, when you want to get to the Super Bowl, you've got to string together at least three or four wins against really tough yeah. opponents that only get harder as the postseason goes on. Can you, can you believe at this point? And I'm I, I'm somebody who I love Dak Prescott. I think that yeah, he's that, got a, a franchise quarterback type of ceiling. But does he have the consistency? Is Dak going to give you the three or four games you need to win a Super Bowl in a row? And I just I'm I'm starting to tough. really question that now. No, look, it's it's a fair question for him to not show up the way he did on uh, Sunday Night Football it was very disappointing. On the flip side, though, the quarterback position, I know the tape from Sunday night was really positive for Brock Purdy. I once again feel like he didn't make a ton of tight window throws, but they're dialing it up, and he's throwing with anticipation and touch. When it's time, though, for San Francisco and that bill is due for Brock Purdy services. Do you do you think he'll be worthy of one of these mega deals that we've seen given out at the quarterback position? Or do you think, once they get to the negotiating table, this thing might get tricky? Well, you know, I think it's a really interesting conversation because I was even ha- talking about this with a couple of buddies who are or were in the industry earlier this week. If he continues this, he's on a Mr. Irrelevant rookie contract right now. <laughs> so he is making less than a million dollars a year yeah. in his NFL deal. And so, you know, you had that his rookie season. I mean, what if the Niners make the Super Bowl? Hell, what if they win the Super Bowl yeah. this year? Two years into his rookie deal, Brock Purdy has every right in the world to say, all right, I'm not playing on this contract Tear anymore. Let's do something about it. So I have no idea what that's going to look like because so much has to happen before then. But he is certainly on his way yeah. to at least allowing us to have that conversation with him because I would have told you, and I, I, I mean, I told people going into this year, I thought the time was going to run out on Brock Purdy. Me I too. thought the clock <laughs> was going to strike midnight, even in a Shanahan offense that makes things very easy for their quarterbacks. But Brock Purdy is better this year than he was last year. Yeah. He's better than he ever has been. You mentioned, all right, he didn't have to make a ton of difficult throws. But he made some, right? I mean, that's better than what we saw last year. It felt like we barely saw him make (laughs) any big-time throws last year. And this year, he's making even more. He's still taking care of the ball. He's playing about as confidently as anybody possibly can at the position. 
And when that's the recipe you got with the rest of the offensive players they yeah. have and the defense that he has behind them, you know that they're going to be in number one overall seed contention, and they're going to take a run at the Super Bowl. So I, I have no idea where that conversation is going to start with mm. Purdy because it would be <laughs> such a unique situation. But, hey, it's no longer impossible for right. us to think that that would be the case, and that's the reality of him playing even his best ball right now. Yeah, it's going to be something interesting uh, to monitor as the next couple of years play out. You mentioned just two years into the rookie contract. He, he could cause some uh, some trouble this summer. We'll see uh, if Mr. Relevant decides to play it that way. Elsewhere in the NFC this Sunday, Trevor, I think a couple of things we learned. The Lions, it doesn't matter about the injuries that they have. This is a for-real team that was built right on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Their offensive line continues to show well. Aiden Hutchinson playing dominant football right now. Would I be a crazy person, Trevor, to say that the Lions are the biggest threat to the 49ers in the NFC? I don't think you'd be crazy. I'm still taking Philadelphia um, over the Detroit Lions. but You like I Philly's Lions- passing game over Detroit's? Well, I think that it's, it, you know, if you just lay it out like that, I like what Ben Johnson is doing more with Detroit's passing offense than I do what Philadelphia is doing right now. But I said this on my podcast yesterday. I think the Eagles have the highest floor of any team in the NFL oh, right now. Yeah, I, I, like mean, I mean, you've got to go back to last year. <laughs> there was only one game. If you, if you count all of last year and all of this year so far, there has only been one game in which Jalen Hurts has started for them in which they did not score at least 20 points. Wow. They've, got that, they've got that defense behind them, and you're telling me they're guaranteed to score 20 points every single week. That's the highest floor in the NFL, in my opinion. And it's because they are so dominant on both trenches. And that's the thing. You know, quarterback position, it's up and down. Run game, it's up and down. Skill position players, up and down every single week. Trenches, they're as good as it gets, and they are a staple, and they are reliable, it feels like, in Philadelphia every week. So I would still, because of that, I would tell you that Philadelphia is the biggest threat to the Niners, but the Lions, to me, are absolutely, without question, that number three. And they're playing really great ball right now. We'll see how they play on the road in Tampa Bay this week against a Buccaneers team that's mm-hmm. playing hot, basically playing as good as that roster possibly can. And I think this will be a huge game for the Lions because if they win this one convincingly on the road, then all of a sudden, yeah, they are in that conversation of, hey, why not us even as the best team in the NFC? Yeah, look, I I definitely agree with you on that. I I go back to the offensive line and the defensive line. And then to me, adding David Montgomery, I think they've got another layer of toughness on the offensive side of the football that will help them in December and January. Uh, Joined right now by our pal Trevor Sycamore from Pro Football Focus. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter, at Tampa Bay Trey. Talk a little bit of NFC ball. I'm going to flip to the AFC here for a second. I want to talk about the Houston Texans. I'm impressed by what I've seen from C.J. Stroud in the first month plus of the season. I'm impressed with the coaching job uh, that D'Amico Ryans and company have done. They're playing inspired football, battered along the offensive line. I don't believe they still have a true number 1 wide receiver, yet they're finding a way to be competitive week in and week out. Are the Texans just frisky, or do you think they have an opportunity maybe to win the NF? Uh, excuse me, the AFC South. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know about winning this year. Although certainly I, that division is a lot more wide open than I thought <laughs> that it was going to be going into the year. I mean, the Colts are even making it you know feisty to use your word as well. We know the Titans are going to be tough every week, so they'll play spoiler a little bit. I don't think they're going to win it, but yeah. I think they'll play spoiler to kind of some of the teams that they have on their schedule, but. 
man, Houston, I, I wouldn't put them over the Jags. I would still have the Jags as the favorite to win that. But what I like most about this team is that they are very clearly going in the right direction. And yeah. to see that right away with a brand-new head coach and a rookie quarterback – I think is really special. You know, it hasn't looked perfect for Stroud. I know he's got the, the no interception streak, but you go back to some of his throws. We've got him with three turnover-worthy plays already this season, yeah. and that's just when throwing the ball. And so it's not like it's been perfect for him, but that's okay. You mentioned the, the, the injuries along the offensive line, not having that wide receiver one, and yet they were still even in a position to have what could have been a game-winning drive last week. And they convert it, right? Yeah. He just did his job as best he possibly could. So it doesn't go down as a game-winning drive, but basically for him it was, yeah. you know, for, for the, for the argument's <laughs> sake and what he was able to do. And that is really cool to see, man. I, you know, Stroud, as, as, as a draft guy myself, mm-hmm. when you looked at Stroud and his body of work over those two years at Ohio State, the thought process going into it was, guy's got all the talent in the world. How does he do when pressure mounts against him? Because in his first year, and certainly throughout that second year as well, starting at Ohio State, he really struggled under pressure. Now that final game of his college career mm-hmm. against Georgia in the college football playoff, he was pressured the most against the defense that was the best defense he faced in those two years. And he had the highest passing grade under pressure of his entire college career. So you sat here and wondered for yourself, is this the new C.J. Stroud, or was this game going to be an outlier? Is he really taking the next step forward, and we're going to continue to see that in the NFL, or was it really just a one-time really good performance in college football playoff? He is answering that question with, this is who I am. I have grown as a player. I am going in the right direction. I'm confident. I've got a hell of an arm, and he's putting that out there every single week, and it's awesome to see. Yeah, all the C.J. Stroud stands out there are going to love that take from you, Trevor Sickman. I, I agree, though. I had him as my number one quarterback coming out last year. I'm just not as high on Bryce Young because I just don't think there's a precedent for a quarterback that small working in the National Football League. So we'll see. I look smart right now, Trevor. We'll see as the rest of the season plays out. I want to stay in the AFC for a second. New England, back-to-back just embarrassing losses. This time it was at home, 34-0 uh, to the New Orleans Saints. I think that Bill Belichick should be on the hot seat. What say you, and then do you think that there should be an in-season switch at the quarterback position? I don't think that he's going to get canned, right? I think that Bill, over the last 20 years, has kind of basically earned the right to leave New England whenever he wants. Yeah. So I don't think there's going to be a move there. They should absolutely make a change at quarterback uh, in theory, but who do you make the change to, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you've seen a little bit of Bailey Zappi over the last couple of weeks. You know, he's not the guy. You're not going to bring in Carson Wentz. You're not going to bring in one of these guys that's a veteran. There's not really a point to that. So I think they're going to ride it out with Mac Jones. And, you know, unfortunately for the Patriots, uh, a lot of what people have said about this roster over the last couple of years is finally coming to fruition. And that is, Man, certainly you can go back to when they had Tom Brady as well, but it was it was Belichick elevating the defense, and mm-hmm. it was Tom Brady elevating the offense. And Tom Brady leaves, and okay, now the offense stinks. And, you know, Bill has not been the best roster builder in the NFL, to put it lightly, over the last, I'll say, at least 10 years. And now that bill is coming due. You, you look at that roster, you look at that depth chart, and it feels like every year we look at the Patriots' depth chart and we go, man, this doesn't really scare me yeah. at all. And yet <laughs> Bill that? would still right. And yet Bill would still figure it out on how to get wins. Well, this year it's it's just too much. The, the roster, especially with the injuries to Christian Gonzalez and Matthew Judon, like 
they don't have the talent. They, they don't have the talent anywhere. And I don't really think that there's anybody who could have really done anything with this roster. And unfortunately, the, uh, the blood is on Bill's hands, if you will. He is the one who constructed this roster, so it looks a lot worse for him. But Patriots are in trouble. They, yeah. they, I think, need a, they need a very high draft pick, and they need to draft a quarterback that is going to be a franchise changer for them, or it's just going to continue to be a very slow, painful rebuild uh, for New England. Trevor, I'd be a crazy man if I let you get out of here without asking you about the burgundy and gold since we are here uh, in our nation's capital. What were your thoughts after Thursday night football? And then as we sit here about a month and change into this thing, where are you on Sam Howell being this team's long-term answer at the position? Man, it just it you just never know what you're going to get with the commander. <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's so frustrating. You take uh, one of the best teams in the NFL to overtime the previous week, and then you lose to what is a team that it felt like the train was coming off the tracks for Chicago. Yeah. And and that game wasn't even close. They absolutely handed it to him. Now, Thursday night football, okay, like it's a, it's a weird week anytime you have Thursday night football. But unfortunately, like that's just – that's kind of how it's felt for the commanders over the last couple of years. You just never know what team's going to show up every Sunday. Now, that could lead some to, some to some good surprising moments, but also some frustration when you don't have that kind of consistency. And I think the bigger issue is when you don't have consistency one way or the other, you don't really know what your strengths and weaknesses are. Yep. You know, one week it could be – you know, you ask the Sam Howell question. I think the Sam Howell question – it's hard to answer that right now because he's looking like a first-year starter. There are moments that are good, and then right. there are times where he's clearly learning what he can get away with and what you can't at this level. So I think that we're still very much in the zone of you're playing Sam Howell, you are figuring this thing out with him, and you've got basically an entire season to kind of figure this out and get a real concrete answer on whether or not he's going to be the guy. But it's just been a frustrating part of watching the Commanders, I would say, over the last couple of years of it's hard to identify strengths and weaknesses of this roster because each week it feels like it looks very different for this team, whether they're playing up to their competition, down to their competition, good versus what you thought they would be, bad versus what they thought they would be. It's just there's not a lot of consistency. And when that's the case, it's hard to build a roster because you just don't know where to add the right pieces at the right time. Trevor, last one here, I promise for you. What you said at the end there catches my attention. This is a coaching staff in year four of a five-year deal. People have been crushing me here locally because I've constantly come out and said, look, this to me doesn't make sense to be the time to try and develop a young quarterback. You had three seasons to do that. When you're in a situation where you need to win now to keep your job, I don't think it's fair to Terry McLaurin and John Allen and the guys that have been on this roster to deal with the growing pains that may eventually cost you games down the line. Yeah, and I kind of I kind of agree with the timeline, but it is what it is, right? I mean, yeah. there these are these are the cards that they have in their hand, if you will. They kind of just have to play them as the deck unfolds. You look at the last four years of Ron Rivera as the head coach, seven and nine, which they made the playoffs, but they made the yeah. playoffs at seven <laughs> and nine, right? So it's seven and nine, it's seven and ten, it's eight and eight, and then who knows what it will be this year? It doesn't look like they're going to finish um, better than the Cowboys or the Eagles are going to be. So it's going to be third in the division at best it feels like so man it's just there's there's not a lot of things to point to that go yeah we know for sure we got the right regime in here and I like Ron Rivera a lot but it's just the timeline 
has been, it feels like, all over the place. And they've had some unlucky injuries to some key players. You know, the Chase Young thing, obviously, you hope that he would have become a major game wrecker for you. And the injury, that that didn't happen. And so I think that it's been a tough timeline. It's not like they've been dealt the easiest hand. But it's also hard to say, ah, yeah, four years wasn't enough. Let's keep kicking the can down the road. I think this is a major make or break year for a lot of these guys. And I think, fair or not, Rivera's tenure in Washington basically hangs on Sam Howell being good. Mm. So I think whether or not that question gets answered correct or in a positive way or a negative way, if one of those guys stays, I think both of them stay. If if one of them's gone, I think both of them are gone. Well, Trevor, good stuff as always, my friend. Appreciate you giving us some time. We will do it again soon, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Anytime. That is Trevor Sikkim, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at Tampa Bay Trey, and make sure you check out the NFL Stock Exchange podcast on YouTube. Coming up next, we'll talk Micah Parsons. Yeah, I said it. We'll talk Micah Parsons. You won't believe what the hell he had to say after the Cowboys got stomped on Sunday night by the San Francisco 49ers. We'll hear from the Cowboys alien next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Big thank you to Trevor Sikkim of Pro Football Focus joining us in the last segment. If you missed any of that conversation, make sure you download the always free Odyssey app. Use the Odyssey Rewind feature and go back to the 8.30 segment for my conversation uh, with Tampa Bay Trey. Trevor Sikkim of Pro Football Focus. About 20 minutes left to go before we dish the rock over to the JR Sport Brief Show. Want to continue to take a big picture look at the National Football League after just an absolutely bonkers week five uh, in the NFL and stable that we like to do pretty regularly uh, here on overtime. It's hot news or not news. We'll read you a couple headlines from the weekend and I'll tell you if I think it's hot news or not news. It's the biggest stories in the sports world today in hot news or not news. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. All right, Linnell. Jerry Jones says he still feels 
Cause you still feel No, no, not you, not you. The bet. Jerry Jones says he still feels Dak can lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl. Hot news or not news? I think he's crazy. But what's new about Jerry Jones? I, I, I'm going to say that it's not news. What else is he supposed to say? D- Dak Prescott will be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys next year, no matter what. He's got a $62 million cap hit if he is traded. That's a dead cap hit. And if they release him, he counts $62 million against the cap. About Dak Prescott. Let's move on to Frank Reich now. Frank Reich was very open about how involved owner David Tepper is in football decisions. Hot news or not news? The only reason I think it is hot news is based off of the audio we're getting ready to play to you. Frank Reich, measure it how you think he's, measure measure the tone the way you want to. Definitely sounds like a head coach that's frustrated and how involved his owner is. Remember earlier this offseason in the pre-draft process, There was rumor that owner David Tepper was the one who wanted to select Bryce Young number one overall, and that Frank Reich wanted C.J. Stroud. Well, after the first month of the season, very clear, C.J. Stroud, the creme de la creme of the rookie quarterbacks in this class. Take a listen to Frank Reich speaking yesterday. Stay stay away and and don't engage a whole lot. Other owners do, and his philosophy is he's going to engage, and um, and listen, it's only been a short experience, but it's been a really good experience. It hasn't been fun. You know, it's not fun. Those, those meetings aren't, I wouldn't characterize them as fun meetings. Um, but those meetings make me better, and I trust they make us better. There's different. Probably the most awkward press conference that we heard in week five after the performance of the Carolina Panthers. I- I feel for Frank Reich if that's actually the situation. Because if you've been paying attention to your boy all summer, no offense to Bryce Young, there's just no track record for a quarterback of his stature having success in the National Football League. So not to hate on short people, I, I, I don't know. I always felt like Bryce Young wasn't going to be the guy. Now they're clamoring for him to have a number one wide receiver. I, I just don't get it. You traded away your number one wide receiver to move up and get Bryce Young, yet you didn't replace him. A lot of question marks going on with the Carolina Panthers. Keep an eye on that one moving forward, because I don't know how much patience David Tepper and Frank Reich are going to have with each other. All right, now Minnesota Vikings have placed Justin Jefferson on the injured reserve with a hamstring injury. Is that hot news or not news? I want to say it's not news because the Minnesota Vikings with Justin Jefferson or without Justin Jefferson probably weren't going anywhere this season. It's interesting, though, because at one and four and Kirk Cousins contract being up at the end of the season, you wonder if they'll ultimately end up be, being bad enough to put themselves in the Caleb Williams sweepstake. You look at the next couple of games for Minnesota at Chicago toss up. Home for San Fran, they're going to get mollywopped. At Green Bay, that's another one I consider a toss-up. At Atlanta, that's a toss-up. If you keep Justin Jefferson out of the lineup, maybe, oh, Kirk Cousins suffers a hangnail or, or, or an offensive lineman can't play through some stomach cramps. You get what I'm getting at here? It feels like at one and four, 
going nowhere fast, the Minnesota Vikings would be perfectly positioned to enter the pseudo Caleb Williams sweepstake. And just as a greedy fan, I would love to see Caleb Williams paired up with an offensive mind like Kevin O'Connell. So I'm going to say it's not news. Bill Belichick has a statement on why the Pats fans should be encouraged by direction after their loss to the Saints. Bill, uh, 1-3 for the third consecutive year, 0-12 when the opponent scores over 24 points since 2021. Why should Patriots fans feel optimistic about the direction of this organization? Yeah, well, look, I'm just really concerned about doing the best job I can for our team, and I'll do that every week. Um, that's what I can control. That's what I'm going to do. So that's what I'm going to focus on. So, but, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, why have the results not followed? What, what would you say is the biggest reason why the team finds itself in this position today? Well, we just weren't able to weren't able to play well enough. How is that hot news or not news? <laughs> it's hilarious news is what I'll say. For all of the folks, and I said this earlier in the show, for all the sh- for all the folks here locally that are frustrated about what Ron Rivera does at the podium, could you imagine being a Patriots fan right now? Back-to-back weeks of just getting absolutely trounced. And then your head coach gets up to the podium and has that attitude. I said it all offseason. I understand the credit that Bill Belichick may have built up during his... 20-year tenure with the Patriots, but he set Mac Jones up to fail last year with a defensive coordinator as his offensive coordinator. And then just look at the personnel decisions that they've made post-Tom Brady. Have they drafted one good skill position player offensively? Tough situation with the New England Patriots. I don't know... Even after a three-interception performance, getting benched for the second straight week, I don't know if it's appropriate to give up on Mac Jones at this point. But something's got to give with the Patriots. Their schedule moving forward doesn't get a whole lot easier. An in-season firing is something that I just think is just no shot of happening because it is Bill Belichick. But you got the Raiders. I don't know if you win that. Buffalo. Miami. Washington, Indy, New York. It it gets more favorable down the stretch, but Patriots fans, I pray for you. Patriots fans, I pray for you. We'll take a quick timeout. We come back. We'll put a bow on the show. Let's hear from Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons, who had just the craziest comments after losing 42 to 10 in primetime against the San Francisco 49ers. Hear from Micah Parsons next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. One final segment before we get out of here and hand the rock over to the JR Sport Brief Show. I promised I'd I'd read you a ridiculous tweet from Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons. Dallas 
on Sunday against San Francisco. <laughs> they were outgained 421 yards to 197. They were outrushed 170 to 57. They turned the ball over four times, and they gave up 25 first downs to San Francisco while only picking up eight them damn selves. Micah Parsons, Sunday night after the loss, quote, I don't think the 49ers are at a higher level than us. I think we're the same caliber playoff team. Same talent, same standards. I just feel like we need to reconsider and fix some things. The score doesn't really show what happened out there. Well, newsflash, Micah. I was dealing with food poisoning, so I'm running back and forth to the laboratory watching this beatdown on Sunday night. If you think the score doesn't show what the hell happened Sunday night, You are ludicrous. Absolute, utter domination on Sunday from the 49ers. And if you listen to me regularly, you know I can't stand the Niners. So it pains me to give them this level of credit. The old adage goes in the urban community, the San Francisco 49ers broke their foot off in Dallas's ass on Sunday. It was... Probably the most dominant victory of the season in terms of two teams coming in relatively equally matched and one just getting dominated. That's going to do it, though. Here for this Tuesday night edition of Overtime. Back with you tomorrow. Same place, same time. You can keep the conversation going with me on the X app at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.